Welcome to the podcast series of Family Insights, powered by the Orthodox Christian Network and Family Life Ministry. We welcome Paula Marchman, Managing Director for the Metropolis of Atlanta Family Life Ministry, and Eleni Alexiou, Managing Director for the Orthodox Christian Network. Life just keeps going faster. <laughs> it's just busy this time of year. I know it. I have been really intentional the last few days, just kind of saying, you know what? Where are you going so fast? Slow down, yeah. take a breath, look around you, and just be grateful and thankful. You know, look at the people you love. They grow so fast. The children do. And I lost my father in January, and I'm remembering moments with him, thinking, mm. boy, I, I wish I was more immersed in those moments at the time. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. It Absolutely. becomes very real. It hit me the other day uh, as I uh, was preparing for a Sunday school class and I was talking with the other teachers. I, I was clear to say, happy to teach, can't do it by myself. I'm not going to be able to be at church every Sunday. It's going to take a group of us. Um, so I you know, pulled in just a few different people in our community, and um, in that small group we were just talking about how busy life has gotten, how everything feels like it's a constant, constant rush. And then on, on top of that, there's, there's all these tragic events that are going on in the world, and Ugh. what do you do? It seems like you don't even recover from one, and you get bombarded with the next and the next. It's like every morning you wake up and you check your phone immediately to see what disaster is going on. And, well, number one, we don't live in little villages anymore (laughs) secluded. We know what's going on around the world. It's not just our little town or what's going on around our homes, correct? Right. Well, it's always interesting, you know, to take it back to someone that's, for me it is at least, someone that's younger than me, um, and to get their perception. And so Mm. I did write a little bit about our conversation, hoping that people can share it in their Sunday schools too and get the word out there. But And and we'll try to put a link as well into into this um, podcast. But something that stuck with me, and it continues to stick with me even after the conversation, was... Somebody said, when I get that information in the morning that a tragic event has happened, mm-hmm. I have five minutes, let's say, before I leave for school. I get information that tragic events are happening. And you're asking me, how do I process it with my Orthodox faith? I don't even think I have time to think about that. Are you talking about teenagers? I was talking to a teenager, right, so like a ninth, tenth grader. Okay. And so this, this girl says, says to the group, she says, think about it. We go to school. We have the information. We don't have time to process it. We go to school. Then when do we have time in between? I'm just trying to figure out what the routine looks like in high school Mm -hmm. now. I'm not there, right? She says, I check my phone every chance I get in between classes, and I get updates that way. I come home. I have homework. I have activities. I keep going. And then the next day repeats. And so what the conversation turned into is, I don't even have an art of knowing what it means to slow down. I don't even know wow. how to do that. This teenager, ninth or tenth grader, told you that. Yeah. Wow. It's just the irony of the mo- like where our lives are in the modern day. Obviously, technology is very helpful, and it does save us time, and we can do more things with it. But 
with this fast-paced life, it just doesn't seem like there's a conscious choice that everyone needs to make to think things differently. Or to think at all. You know, it's almost robotic. Right. The, That's the to-do list. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't know. I don't have time to think about what's going on inside of me. Right. right? It's very robotic, very structured. And you would think all these things... Even the washing machine and the dishwasher or the cell phones would give us more time to be creative. That's why they were created, right? Right. That's the whole function and of why appreciative and grateful. Right. Just seeing from a perspective of gratefulness and and that gratefulness is what brings joy and happiness, and happiness. in our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and no time for those things. It's just the maddening to-do list and then bombarding our emotions and our brains and our hearts with everything else going in the world and not processing. Well, what do you think about that? How does, you know, what's going on inside of you? And we wonder why even our young children have depression, anxiety, the increase in suicide, it's true. It, it, look at the core, and that's what you took time to ask in your Sunday school class. Uh, you know, let's look at the core here. What's going on if we kind of peel the onion? And if I snapped a picture when I asked that question, mm. it was like shock. Like, I have never thought of that. What do you mean? I said, as these tragic events happen around the country and around the world, where is you, how does your Orthodox faith play into that. What did they say when you challenged them to stop for a moment? It was complete silence. And then this one brave person spoke up and she said, I'm going to go back to my family and I'm going to challenge them and I'm going to continue the conversation. That's what she said to the whole class. And then somebody else nudged her and said, yeah, I'm going to do that too. We just haven't slowed down. Like, I... You just made us stop and slow down. I mean, when they walk into Sunday school, I always say, okay, take out your phones. Everyone takes out their phones. Now turn them over face down. And I do the same thing. So we know the phones are there, but they're just physically the opposite way. So we're not, and, I, and you know, we're not going to keep pick them up. So we're into that routine now. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if you had a box and said, okay, everyone put your phones in this box and we're going to contain them because we're not going to even have them as a visual reminder or a temptation to pick up. You but put everybody, it's become the, the visual reminder. That's yeah, the visual reminder. A reminder. I wonder what's going on. I wonder what's yeah. texting. No, nobody, it's amazing. We've created it so that it's visually there but it's turned upside down, and so is mine. I don't check mine, and in return, I expect that you don't check yours. Just keep it turned over for class. It's only, what, 30, 40 minutes of, you know, you can do it. And it's happening. It's been happening throughout the year. The interesting thing is I realize that these people, these kids, really, right, they don't know how to slow down. The art of slowing down and being present they needed, like, some basic tips on how to do it. Like, they hadn't thought of it. I was talking to a young person uh, the other day, 
and we were talking about music. And I said, oh, I love to hear this song. It reminds me of what I was doing when I first heard that song. And it was, it was one of the oldies and how old I was and how I felt. And she said, you know, Paula, nowadays when my generation hears music or the younger generation we don't really have a personal perspective or view connecting it to what was I doing or how it made me feel. You know, that was the music we heard when we cleaned the house or we were all family or we were dancing together. She said, now our music has videos. So I said, so when you hear the music, you think of the video, whoever it is. She Mm -hmm. said, yes. Because on the phone, when you hear music, there is a video, and there's big money put behind the videos to make them very capturing, very engaging. So the mind hears the music. Mm -hmm. It's a trigger of memory, and it goes to the video. It doesn't – it's like you're not even living your own life. It's like brainwashed to think of what the social world wants you to think of. Not even tuning, you know, because music, very creative, creates a lot of feelings, good or bad, a lot of emotions, and it connects you to memories in your own life. We are losing our moments of life here. It's those snapshots that we've talked about before is the interesting thing. So, of course, knowing me, like, I challenged our class, and afterwards, even, like, my co-teachers were like, that was awesome. I don't think they've ever thought of things like that before. They're Orthodox Christians. They have a faith to back them up. What are they using it for? So we started to brainstorm different things, and and it turned into, like, an ongoing conversation beyond our classroom and some of our communities as well, which has been pretty cool. But just the the two things that jumped out for me that they thought of different ways to slow down, which I love, Mm -hmm. is one was show up 15 minutes early. Remember that? old lesson of like if you're you know if you're 15 minutes early or you're, you know if you're 15 minutes late you're 15 minutes early type of thing where if, it, if there's no schedule and you're afraid you're going to actually be late for someone then book in an extra 15 minutes what a great idea i'm going to do that because then you're not anxious when you get there you're all anxious and sweaty and you don't even have to, time to process the environment or what's going on you're not slowing down to be present and you know just hey mindful here i am this is what's going on i love that idea just by being present earlier and to be honest half the time you're asked to be there earlier anyways so my husband's always like, if I'm five minutes early, that's better for me. And he will. He'll show up five minutes early. I'm the Greek one running through, you know, five minutes late. So that's a great idea. Another one they came up with was do one less thing at the end of the day. Oh, I like that. Instead of saying, okay, I have five minutes. I can get this done. It's going to, yeah. you know, I'll get it done. I'll have to worry about it tomorrow. No. Take that extra five minutes. Take Say an extra prayer. Go say, you know, go say goodnight to somebody in your family. Have a conversation. Maybe sit out on your porch. Maybe just smile at a few extra people. Stop cramming everything in. Take that extra five minutes and save it for tomorrow. I love that. So oh, cool. These, 
These young people are so wise. We as adults just need to engage them in conversation. And not only are they learning, we are learning. Yeah. Wow. I wrote them down. I thought they were great. And the other one that I really loved was um, (laughs) to get in the longest line. Get in the longest line? Yeah, it sounds crazy, right? But they thought, and it's empowering if you realize by getting the longer line, you're choosing to wait, which means you have more time. Yes. So it's kind of telling the brain, it's okay. We're not in a hurry, right? Get in the longest line. Right. Their concept idea was instead of going for the shortest line and getting frustrated that it's not moving fast enough, go in the longer line knowing that it will take a little bit longer. Obviously, it doesn't necessarily always work, but the concept of it is actually ingenious. Yes. I love that. Wow. You need to write these down in a little blog and attach it to this podcast. I'm working and on get it. other people engaging their own children, their Sunday school classrooms, m- making the, you know, allowing, not me, allowing these young people to think in a different way of a checklist of what have I got done, how much, and that means I was successful. This is so much more successful. You enjoyed, you captured, you seized the day, you made it important, not just for your world in the moment, but your world as a Christian connecting to Christ. And you know that moment where you know, like, you got somewhere working with somebody or having a conversation? Yeah. We even ended five minutes early. And so it was just at that natural lull. And so, of course, the one kid raises his hand, he says, was that intentional? Was that part of, like, slowing down? (laughs) I was like, well, you're always keeping us on our toes. Don't you love them? So, and then you focused on each other. I bet you all felt connected. You felt, you know, everyone felt heard and validated. And you felt like this is where we belong. This is home in our church, you know, with our peers and with our mentors. No matter what's going on in the world. No matter what's going on in the world, we are connected to what is right there in our world, whether it be our family, our friends, um, you know, our church home especially. So in those people listening today, my challenge is just, it's a personal challenge I'm asking, just to start having a conversation. Well, and to implement these great suggestions in our own lives. I'm yeah. going to. I lost I the did. 15 minutes early, yeah. you know, saying, eh, you know, the Scarlett O'Hara, you know, I'll wait till tomorrow. What did she say? Tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's another day, right. <laughs> I'm right, going right. to seize this one. And then when we start the practice of all of these things we've talked about, then we begin to be more grateful because we are present and we notice things, and we also create this. The world is chaotic, and there's a lot of heartache, but there's a bigger picture. We have a big God. He sees all. He knows all. I can't control these things. I can help, and what can I do? I can donate money to causes like IOCC, OCMC, our Orthodox 
people who are going there and helping. I could even talk to someone about a mission trip. I can, you know, work and raise money to send food or whatever. I love when I see young people creatively doing things to help their own community and the communities at large, like the little boy who collected blankets because Mm -hmm. he saw homeless people in his street on the neighborhood. And he took it and said, what can I do? A lot of stress and anxiety from what's going on in the world, Eleni, is helplessness. We feel helpless. And so what you're saying is have these other ways of living in practice so that we don't feel helpless. We can stop and say, is there something I can do? Even if it's a prayer for the people. Yeah, and it's a conscious choice just to think differently for a few moments. That's it. Right. But we have to practice this every day to have this time to say, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not helpless. I belong to God and the, and the others, like people in Puerto Rico from the hurricane. They belong to God. But what can I do? as an individual or in my church home or in my family to help. What's one little thing? It sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for listening and joining us. We'll be back every other week to fit into your busy time schedule. You can find us at myocn.net and at Family Life via the links below. This program is brought to you by the Callas Foundation, Family Life Ministry, and the Orthodox Christian Network.